searching far and wide. Teach Pokemon to understand the power that's inside. Pokemon, gotta catch them all. It's you and me. I know it's my destiny, Pokemon. What is this? German bass rave scene was pretty crazy. <laughs> like there was Pokemon who were like making like wah 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 yeah, wah, yeah. wah 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 wah. Yeah. Um, that was sick. Yeah, you should put that music in here for all. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Wah, 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 wah. <laughs> <laughs> um, welcome back, everybody. Was that recording? Yeah. Oh. We're That's always fine. recording. Fine. I've been recording you since you walked in here. Good. I'm going to take snippets of all the personal things you said. Yeah. And cut them up. Um, this is episode six of the Movie Blues Podcast. I'm Dan Lyons. I'm Dan Enden. Um, and that means that we are almost halfway through the first season of the Movie Blues Podcast. We don't know if we're getting a renewal. We have to check with the network yeah. for that kind of thing. Depends on our ratings. It depends on, on how everything goes during sweeps. Yeah, currently uh, we're sitting at one review on iTunes. Uh, Are we? Do yeah, we have one? Yeah, yeah. I don't have um, iTunes. I think that's, that's what literally anymore. everybody keeps saying when I say, uh, you know, rate, subscribe. I mean, they're shutting down iTunes, clearly. No one uses it. <laughs> um, and uh, that user is my wife. And she said, I love this podcast. <laughs> um, but I wrote that, so... That's hilarious. She didn't write that. Yeah. You wrote um, it from her iTunes. <laughs> but yeah, we are more more than halfway through our um, first of many millions of journeys around the sun uh, when it comes to exploring garbage together. Yeah. And, um, and treasure. And treasure. treasure. And treasure, like the Book of Henry. Yeah. That's what I'm talking yeah. about. Yeah. I was actually saying to um, my bassist, Polly last night, he's he's like our number one fan. Shout out, Polly. He's like obsessed. Um, he wanted a tour of this room. <laughs> uh, he was like uh, him him and Steve both they were like let us see where the magic happens yeah. no, and I was like oh the bedroom they are like no 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 the pod room no. I think they expected more I hadn't set the oh, table up yet them? yeah I didn't oh, well I just said uh, I brought them into an empty room essentially and said imagine <laughs> if you will that this broken down desk is pulled out to the center of the room <laughs> and has two microphones on it <laughs> and stacks of DVDs and stacks of DVDs <laughs> Which are very clean this time. I have uh, I displayed blue velvet and the gate on on my uh, stack of DVDs and um, Dan, uh, just so you can picture it, our microphones are stacked on top of DVDs <laughs> for height reasons uh, and acoustics and uh, quadraphonics. Yeah, we just figured out that it worked better. Um, and I can do 3D sound. Does it sound like I'm everywhere right now? Does it sound like I'm everywhere? Well, when you add a 3D effect in post. Yeah, I'm going to put a bunch of reverb on yeah. that. <laughs> um, wow, today's episode, uh, 
is about a new movie that Dan and I almost saw in theaters. We almost went. Yeah. This would have been our first in-theater special. Um, well, we just saw Godzilla last week. No, I'm saying that this would have been it. Like, if we went and oh, saw when this. it came out. Yeah, when yeah, it came yeah. out. Which is what I was fighting for. Yes, which Dan was fighting for. Um... I think I was think it a reasonable been, battle. We'll yeah, find out. <laughs> it would have been a good um, podcast for us to bring the microphone into the movie theater um, and my desktop computer with a generator <laughs> and record our reactions to it as it's happening. I, as it were, though, I needed to pause it thousands of times. Yeah. So uh, I didn't to write pause, notes, I did not pause it once. Really, yeah. you just barreled right through. Yeah, like from start to. Oh yeah, okay. So you watched it with your wife, and I'll I mean your wife. wife, my <laughs> wife, your wife. You watched it with Cat, and what did Cat? Uh, what was how many golden guns did Cat give Detective Pikachu? I don't know. I should have asked that. I feel like she probably gave it like a like a comfortable seven out of ten. Okay. Yeah, it's a good. It's a, it's a high number. Yeah. Um, and uh, hmm. should we should we lead up with ratings up front, or should we just get into it? No, uh, no. Let's let's not start off. With Do we have to catch up on anything? Like, oh, oh, yeah. I wanted to say, like, just curtailing um, from like our previous episodes where we kind of talk in the beginning about stuff that we're watching. I think uh, either in the uh, previous episode or the one before that, you had mentioned that you had never seen it, uh, part one. Oh yeah. And since then, you have seen it. And so, what did you think about that? I forgot all about that. That was uh, <laughs> yeah. We watched that together. Also, that was great. Mm-hmm. Um. I was surprised at how not scary it was at all. None of the moments. Like, I thought the CG yeah. on the clown was super weird. But the movie as yeah, a whole, he was I unsettling really to look at. But the tension, that's why I wasn't able to rate it like a 10 out of 10 yeah. or something like that. The tension is kind of non-existent. Yeah. The shots were awesome, though. It looked amazing. Really pretty to look at. Yeah. Really frightening and visuals. The kids were awesome. I like the bar mitzvah boys, like yeah. haunted, yeah. like melty face woman that yeah. comes after him. Yeah, from the painting. Um, yeah. That was unsettling, but kind of felt like it was from out of a different movie. Yeah. I was like, what? Because that wasn't in the book. The, the, it was a very liberal treatment of the book. It was in a different time period. They put it in the 80s. You fucking liberals. The Hollywood <laughs> liberals. You ruined it. That's this what is what saying. happens when the liberals take over. They ruin good properties like it. Um. Yeah, I, I like it. Kind of, they were going for like the Stranger Things vibe. Were you, did you enjoy um, the Book of Henry star in uh, his performance? I, in this? No, because I couldn't not see him as <laughs> right. Hen- Henry's become such an iconic figure <laughs> Dude, in, my, uh, yeah. in my life. He's up there with like the cinematic greats for me currently. He's like of... Haley Joel Osment. Yeah. In six minutes. It's yeah. like as iconic. On like morphine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a nightmare version of the six sense. Yeah. When it's, instead of seeing dead it's people. It's like when kids in high school would like eat a lot of nutmeg to get high. Yeah. Is, what? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what? You know, the kids would go on like earwood and be like, it says if I eat like a pound of nutmeg, I'll get a little stoned after I throw up for a while. When you say kids, do you mean you? I don't mean me. Oh, okay. But I, I do know people who did it. Okay. Surprise, surprisingly, I don't mean me. Did it? Did it work? Or did it make I think it. Sick? I think it works the same way. Like eating a ton of morning glory seeds and like call syrup works. Mm. Like, so like if anyone's like writing a, this it's down, not, it's, it's not like a like a like a healthy state of mind to be in. Apparently, <laughs> next we're going to describe in detail how to build a homemade bomb. So okay. <laughs> get your notebooks out, yeah. kids. Um, what were we talking about? It. So yeah. golden gun rating. For uh, it. Um, part one. Eight. 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 Yeah. Okay. Yeah, wow, really that's it. strong. I really liked it. 
I yeah, wanted it to be I, scarier, I but that's the only complaint I have because I still enjoyed myself the entire time I was watching yeah. it. I thought there were some moments where it, as the character, didn't really work, but that's fine. Yeah, well, I think it's it's not really a matter of like the character not working for me with that one. It's so much as just like what they did with him. They just kind of turned him into a jump scare machine. Yeah, and it just lost kind of the tension uh, that the book had. Like I've always said, like the 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 purpose of it being a clown is so that he can draw children in, and and under a guise of being something entertaining and something that a little kid would want to interact with. Whereas the it in this movie is like already rotted. His eyeballs are going in different directions. Yeah, like, yeah. And did you know that that's that actor actually makes his eyeball do that? They didn't do that digitally. When no. his, when his eyes drift off and when his eyes bug out, that's his like one of his talents and. It's a YouTube video. That's a fucking hell of a talent. Yeah, it's very unsettling. That um, guy's method as fuck. He's also the uh, antagonist in the new Stephen King show, Castle Rock, which I really enjoyed, um, which takes place in kind of a fictional city that a lot of Stephen King's work takes place in and uh, was really cool and had the guy from It playing another evil spirit type creature person in a Stephen King property. It was cool. Check that out. I don't know. Have you seen that? No. That's a Hulu jam. Yeah. I feel like I, you're big on the Hulus. I'm not at all. Never mind. I, I like have I don't love the production value of most Hulu shows I've seen. Like right. like I really like Man in High Castle, but the first season just looks like absolute shit. It kills me inside. That was Amazon Prime. Oh. Really? Yeah. Alright, fuck. Sorry. Then I got I, I Hulu's produced really good shows. What show. do they make? Hulu Handmaid's did, Tale. Uh, Handmaid's Tale's good. Hulu did Handmaid's Tale That's the only and one eleven twenty two sixty three, which was Oh, is that the James incredible. Franco yes. joint? I don't know if you've ever seen that, but um, highly recommended. Ten Golden Guns. Really? On, on on season one of that jam. Alright. I think there's only gonna yeah, there's only who one. Makes, it's a mini series. Who makes Marvelous Miss Maisel? Is that also Amazon? That is Amazon Prime. <laughs> Alright. Hulu, you're fucking up. So yeah, sorry sorry, Hulu. You're... That's why I downgraded the to the commercial having package because it was not enough of a drop off coming for free with Spotify. Um I know in the last episode or the one before that, I also talked a little bit about Twin Peaks. Um, and oh, yeah. how I, was I, I, wanted, I, I have written down to get uh, a Twin Peaks update. Yeah, yeah. Um, my Twin Peaks update is now I'm on season two, episode two. Are you obsessed two. with Laura Palmer? I'm not obsessed with really anything in the show. It has a terrific vibe and it is so bizarre. I, I honestly can't believe it was ever on TV. Yeah. It's so odd and like... Yeah, yeah, it's like David Lynch and it's surreal, but not real. It's not like so overboard yet. There are little moments of it that are, it's really more than anything, it's just melodramatic. It's like a yeah, soap opera. Yeah. It's like Days well, of Our Lives. You're then going to watch the movie, right? Yeah, of course. Yeah, I'm going to go through insane. everything. This is all, my friend Ben Silver really has always wanted me to get into watching Twin Peaks and I feel like I, the third season is probably the one that I'm going to connect most with because it just looks like such a trip. So this is called kind of all in aid of getting to that third season so I can get my mind blown like all my friends who I was seeing post about it all the time. And uh, it wasn't one of those things where I like hated on it. I just didn't understand it. And like now I'm getting it. And it's just so weird. Like, yeah. I'm going to have to read tons of theories and forums and, and all sorts of things to understand like what exactly everyone was going for when they made this because I don't know how a show on ABC could be about a girl's murder sure but be so abstract yeah so bizarre and about so many things and about absolutely nothing at the same time it was a different time dan yeah i get well i guess so you know what we get instead of that 
is that this is fu- us? that fucking <laughs> that M Night Shyamalan show? Remember that? Oh, uh, oh, I was just thinking of this show the other day, Wayward Pines. Yeah, dude, I love that show. Yeah. Not the the last I love season. That. That was I terrible. loved that show until the fucking twist came to fruition. Yeah, no, well, I I like that too. And I actually I was, I was it. like, I oh, it. it's the village. Yeah, I guess so. It's like a reverse village. Yeah. It's Which like, like but like I'm watching the whole time and I'm like, it's an M Night Shyamalan movie. Like this is the only solution there could be. Yeah, here comes a twist. Yeah, as M Night would say. Yeah, I have a twist for you. Yeah, I feel like there's been a lot of M Night Shyamalan apologia, fucking lately from the Philly crowd since he filmed like uh, one scene in fucking Silk City one time. You know what? I'm sick of your shit, M M Night. Yeah, my night, face. You need to get it together, man. Yeah, get, get out of my face. Glass was so odd. I will say, actually, I'm a big fan of The Village. The Village was good, but that was like the first twist that he did where I was like, Oof, Yeah, you know, it wasn't know. good with Lady in the Water. I don't, yeah, Lady in the Water is a god awful mess. fucking insane. Okay, well, speaking of god awful messes. Wait, wait, wait. I want to talk about some things I watched. Okay. First, Well, first, I want to know how many Golden Guns you're giving Twin Peaks so far. I can't even. It's like, I give it like six blue bananas. <laughs> it's like, it's so, it, you can't even rate something like that. Like, what would you even rate it as? It's. Bon- it's like but it's two bonkers it's not yeah. it's an experience it's like um it's like it's like if you were to watch a soap opera like while being induced like slowly with like sedatives yeah. it's very strange yeah. and i hope it all leads to something uh critically interesting but uh i'm along for the ride all right good i um i watched funny games last night or two nights ago i told you mm-hmm. i don't want to give that a whole bunch of golden guns. You're gonna give it all your guns. I'm gonna give it like nine guns. You're gonna put all your guns on the table. Yeah. Um, okay. So watch Funny Games with Naomi Watts. I I almost forced us to watch another Naomi Watts movie. Like, there's this movie called Shut In that I mentioned on. Yeah, a you were talking pod. about it with that the other honestly, Book of Henry. Book of Henry is a blessing compared yeah. to this movie. And I went like to an early release of it before reviews were out. Yeah, they did all these free screenings in Philadelphia. Yeah, and I was like, I'll see a free movie, and it was like, it was some of the most brutal punishment. I don't know <laughs> if I could. I don't know if I could sit through it again. I really zero don't golden know. guns. No, Hell yeah, on. I don't know. I don't know if I could sit through it again. Good, I don't want to. Um, okay. So, I, for the record, everyone, don't watch the Naomi Watts version of Funny Games. That was I liked it. It was fine. Okay. I well, thought it was pretty good. Yeah. It wasn't that bad. It's, it's like Gus Van Zandt Psycho, basically. It's yeah. like the same thing again. Yeah. Totally. But I like Michael Pitt in the American one. He's he's good. Yeah. It's, it's not bad. Who's the other guy in the American one who played the other guy? Tim Roth. Really? I think so. Tim Roth oh, Tim holy Roth. shit. I'm not remembering this well. Doesn't matter. Also, I watched this movie called Akiru. Oh, boy. um, From Kurosawa. That. Yeah. I I just want to give that nine golden guns, tell everyone to watch that. You guys would know Kurosawa from uh, He Makes Mad Films. When he does, they have a samurai. And, uh, yeah, that Bare Naked Lady song is probably why everyone knows them. Yeah. Alright, I'm trying to transition here. You ready, bud? I just don't want to talk about Detective Pikachu. <laughs> Dude, we have like people are people that's what people want to hear. This is the Detective Pikachu uh episode and we're talking about Ikijitsu or whatever. Let's go. <laughs> Detective Pikachu, everybody.
Directed by Ryan Reynolds, written by Ryan Reynolds. Is that true? No. Because <laughs> that would make more sense. Um, okay. All right. I have some notes. This is like, not all movies require notes, but this one required notes. Um, mostly because, wow, I fucking hated, <laughs> I hated, hated this movie. Um, this is one of those movies where 10 minutes in, I was pausing it. I'm checking, like, how far am I? 20 minutes in, I thought it was a full hour. Yeah, I, che- I checked how um, much time was left in the movie a bunch of times. It was a, it was a gross punishment to watch this movie. Like, and, and I watched it at 8 in the morning. I watched it from 8 to 10 a.m. Yeah. Um, on yeah, my day off. That's insane. And and it was like... You're a sadist. Yeah, it was no, a total barrage of my senses. It made me... <laughs> I had to pause it so many times. But only in, like... Here's the thing. This movie's bullshit and, and ability to make me laugh at how stupid it was ended about half an hour in and then it was like oh my god now i have to watch the rest of this movie. <laughs> like yeah. like there was no there the honeymoon surely ended you notice like i'm texting you the whole time like dude what what am i wa- like yeah. what is this what world am i in that i'm watching this movie and then i i think there's dead air for a while yeah. and that was me just like really sinking in and being like this yeah. is really happening and I have and to, I I have point to finish out, this. We were, I think we were both pretty excited to watch the movie. Like in general, uh, I you, was not you less so. But I was like, not because but, and, but and, like and, when I first proposed us going to the theaters, you were like, "Yeah, well, it's getting really good reviews." So like, it's yeah. Your well, reasoning for not wanting to do yeah. it initially was that it wouldn't be entertaining <laughs> to review a good movie. Yeah. So you were expecting it to be a good well. Movie. I thought it wasn't going to be good so much as like just entertaining and sweet and like heartfelt. Yeah. And have like a decent. Well, plot. luckily for you guys, it was none of those yeah, things. No, it was really offensive. <laughs> <laughs> um, and it also and and today is going to be a special episode because like. This movie cracked my fucking egg open. Like, <laughs> like, like twenty minutes in, I had to t- to go full stop and just write my thoughts like a diary. Just right. like let it. Pour Isn't that out what I told me. you? I did. Like, it was I like was stream like, of I was like, I wrote two pages of notes, but none of it's about Pokemon. It's made me think about just like the world and like my upbringing. <laughs> these, yeah, these notes are not notes so much as like a sad diary of, of a <laughs> terrible thing that happened to me by myself. I wish. Mm, I, here's the thing. My wife and I do not like kids' movies. That's that's a for sure thing. Every time we watch an animated kids' movie, not into it. What about The Secret Life of Pets? Did you see that? No, I don't like that. I just don't. We don't like you that. You guys should watch that. No, I know. It's the, hilarious. I, I watched about half of it. I'm not interested. I do not like kids' movies. Right. I don't like... 10 out of 10 Golden Guns from the Movie Blues right. podcast for The Secret Life oh. of Pets. Oof. You I'm, can catch it on the blog later. I'm not later. mocking that review up with an image. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, we don't we do not like kids movies, and and I find that they're just pandering and they're too fast paced. They're and not they're, for you, man. They're for kids. No, and they have humor in it, such as this one that is wildly inappropriate. That are directed <laughs> solely at tortured parents who have to be there with their kids. And I want to mention something. I love that. That's my. F- do you see this DVD yeah. that we have in the middle here? Is uh, Mighty Morphin Power Rangers the movie and I don't want to talk about that yet but okay. I do want to mention what's important to me about the Power Rangers movie vis-a-vis kids movies and this movie alone right so when I was a kid I went and saw this movie and it was the first time I enjoyed it and we'll get to, we'll talk to about movies like this after but um, regardless of what I felt about it it was the first time that I looked at my parents when I was a kid and I looked at the other parents in the theater and felt legitimately bad and looked at them and was like, I, it was the first time I ever felt guilt that because I was alive, <laughs> I was forcing my parents who would do anything for me 
to sit through a movie that as an adult, if my parents, I mean, when they saw Power Rangers, the movie, they had no frame of reference for it. <laughs> we never watched the show together. You know what I mean? So, the, you know, that movie was incredible for me. It was seminal. But I remember looking at my parents and going, my God, they must be miserable. And like when I was watching Detective Pikachu, that was what was, what was going through my mind because I was like, this is a barrage of my senses that like it feels so quick and painful and, and explosive. It's like watching fireworks for 45 minutes yeah. or for two hours. Fireworks are fun for 15 minutes. This movie would have been fun as a 15-minute movie. But as a two-hour movie, it was like like face planting in the mud yeah. and then dying there and then getting her head stomped in by a rhino. Yeah. When, I, then, when I saw the trailer for the movie, I was like, it was just, which was just basically one long extended scene. I was like, this is going to be hilarious. The trailer. I probably should have... Yeah, the trailer it, It's like if good. the whole movie was as hilarious. What's hilarious about it was the novelty. You're like, oh, it's Ryan Reynolds. He's Pikachu. He speaks English. This is new and weird. Um, holy It's funny that you just went on that rant. Just read the, the first sentence of this, All what this whole page oh, is. Oh, I just clicked some. Hold on. Okay, wait. Um, so I rewatched the fucking Power <laughs> and it doesn't. It's fucking awesome. The soundtrack slaps. Yeah, don't, you don't have to read the it. The action scenes are solid. Oh, wait, you know, I, I'm I saying like stop. I'm saying you just went on a rant about the Power Rangers movie, and I discovered rereading these notes that two pages of them are me like pontificating <laughs> on the Power Rangers movie. <laughs> I mean, it does slap. Yeah. Um, the soundtrack slaps. My first ever CD was the Power Rangers movie soundtrack. I uh, I don't think I had that CD. Remember when we were uh, your your kids? Who was on that CD? Fucking Chili Peppers, like Chili Peppers. was playing when either what when they, they were skydiving the or yeah, rollerblading. Yeah, yeah, Dude, yeah. that scene. Yeah. Is, was that that's Be the opening Be scene? Yeah. Be yeah, high ground. Yeah, dude, that's a fucking um, that shit slaps. Dude. So remember when you used to get like a sheet of stamps in the mail and there'd be album covers and you'd put them on the envelope and send them back and get like 12 CDs for a penny? Yes. And then like they'd fuck your parents' credit six months later? Absolutely. So my parents were doing Shout that. Shout out mom and dad. Yeah. Sorry. I'm sorry. Um, so I, I, they were like, you can get one. So I didn't even really understand fully what a CD was at the time. I was like four. And I fucking, I saw the Power Rangers soundtrack and I was like, this one. And I thought what I was getting was a CD audio recording of all the dialogue from the Power Rangers movie. And it got to me and I put what? it on. What? <laughs> Wait, what? Because that's what I wanted was to listen to the Power Rangers movie in the car. Which is, uh, it kind of predates my love for commentary tracks, I guess. But uh, the point is it came here <coughs> and I turned it on and started playing Higher Ground for the Chili Peppers. And I was four years old. I was like, what the fuck is happening here? And my dad was just like, you're a fucking idiot. <laughs> like, why did you think that? The closest thing that I had to that was like the tape for... Uh, Nightmare Before Christmas was the all like almost the entire movie uh, dialogue because most of the dialogue is in and around songs. See, in that that's movie. what I wanted. And it was like when my parents would put that tape on, it was like watching the movie. I just remember being like transported to another galaxy. But like, no, to expect that it would be the, <laughs> the dialogue. Which, by the way, that would it's be sick. Fire. Yeah, that would be <laughs> that would be sick. Like, I want, I kind of want just yeah. that to listen to. Uh, it'd be a lot of. <laughs> Yeah. Have a nice trip. See you next fall. Um, 
So now, so we're just going to talk about Power Rangers. That's the idea now. Yeah. <laughs> just if, like your notes, we're just going to. If you're trying to get me excited, because every time I tried uh, to write about the Pokemon movie, I ended up talking about the Power Rangers. Movie. <laughs> uh, I also kept thinking about uh, the Flintstones movie. What did you think yeah. about the Flintstones? Oh, I love movie? the Flintstones movie. John Goodman fucking crushes. In that Kyle movie. McLaughlin, John yeah. Goodman, um, uh, Rick Moranis yeah. is Barney, right? Yeah. yeah. Dude, what about uh, dude? I fucking love that movie. Viva Rock out. Vegas. You ever no, see that? Not that okay. piece of shit. Dude, that, <laughs> that movie is a gross abortion of of theatrical science. Yeah, it is a fucking shit pit. Yeah, Billy Baldwin <laughs> yeah. as Barney, dude. Yeah. Get me a fucking. Uh, no, bo- I feel. I, I think that's the only part of that movie that works. He's like, what do you say? He's like, so <laughs> dude. He's like, he might as well be David Arquette. He, he's is that so, Billy Baldwin? I thought that's Stephen Baldwin. What's the difference? Which one's which? Billy Baldwin is uh, Stephen Baldwin. I think is the one who's in Unusual Suspects or you, the Usual Suspects, and Biodome. Mm-hmm. And now he like is like an evangelical Christian or whatever, born again Christian, and like is like against nobody, Hollywood like, because nobody, like they smoke. Weed there's or only one Baldwin. Daniel Baldwin. <laughs> let's let's not get it twisted. I thought you were going to talk about Alec Baldwin from Beetlejuice. No, no Alec Baldwin though is god he's a fucking treasure dude beetlejuice his chest hair and beetlejuice is literally (laughs) climbing dude it's fucking climbing out of his shirt and i remember seeing that as a kid and i was like is that what a man is between that and robin williams arms i was like dude how does a human body produce hair like what is gonna happen to me what is gonna happen to me when i get older like it was uh yeah harrowing uh his arm hair robin williams arm hair uh, very confusing for me. And then you know, was, I'll, I'll tell you why his arm hair is so confusing. And this is what I think we really need to get to the bottom of. In Hook, yeah, he was waxed like a fucking sailor. Right. Like he was, right. whew, he they they ripped all of his hair off yeah. for that movie. His arm hair, everything. And like, because he was like wearing like tank tops made, yeah, out, of, yeah. made out of leaves and shit yeah. in that and they movie. Were, they were like, you look like a fucking disgusting And animal. they waxed him like a fucking sailor. <laughs> um, <laughs> And, uh, yeah, dude, um, then the next movie I saw him in, he had full hair and I was like, who is this? It was like Jumanji or something. And I was yeah. like, who is this man? This is very weird. Yeah. So, um, for y- for y'all at home, we are recommending, uh, Robin Williams as a performer. Uh, so a guy that I work with named Dave, who is kind of on his last penny all the time and is an alcoholic and... <laughs> Just a oh. general and just a general deviant. Um, we're always talking, and he doesn't have a car and all this shit. We're always talking about how much money he makes every week, and just the fact that what does he do with his money? He spends it on booze. He gambles. He plays pinball. <laughs> he bought a pin- one of these last year. He bought like the other. last year. He bought a pinball machine for wow. his for his house. Um, and we're always talking about how we're jealous of him. This is a person no one would be jealous of. He's like a total Donald Trump fanatic, yeah, yeah. psychopath. Yeah. Um, so right before he got, he gets laid off every winter. My dad lays him off and he makes money the entire winter doing nothing while down the street, we are still working through the winter wearing coats and whatever. It's a long story. It's how you, we, we get loyal employees sometimes like in, in weird ways. Um, but, uh, right before he left for his last break, he got a Christmas bonus. We were like, Oh Dave, what are you going to do with it? Blah, blah, blah. He bought a call in 22 dvd set of robin williams stand up (laughs) (laughs) 
Probably in stand-up? Oh, just, no, just appearances. Uh, stand- like, this is like an infomercial you'd see in the middle of the night. Uh, 22 <laughs> DVDs. Oh, Robin. Yeah. Not his movies. Yeah. What? No, 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 no. These are stand-up, public appearances, David Letterman, bonus features. This is like what? infomercial Robin yeah. Williams. Like, middle of the night yeah. shit. It was 250 fucking dollars. <laughs> And we were like, dude, like, you you literally, like, the glasses you wear, you have to turn to the side when you look at your text messages because your eyesight is so bad and you're so poor. Like, you won't buy another pair of glasses. Like, your house is falling apart, all these things. And he buys a $220. Dude, that is our first guest for sure. No. <laughs> no. Fucking Dave. Yeah, Dave, if you're listening to this podcast, um... What's up? <laughs> I don't see. He's not really a podcast type unless Fox News comes out with like a how to hate your neighbor yeah, podcast. Unless we get Ben Shapiro on. Unless Tommy Laren does like a diary reading on uh, NPR <laughs> every morning. Um. So. Um, I think. What are we uh, talking about? Pikachu. Yes. Still? So yes, we're gonna talk about Detective Pikachu. All like, right. why don't we do? Why don't we do ratings? Let's just get it out of the way. Right. Like, what would we rate? Well, how do you? How do you even rate this movie? I mean, I'm going to rate it as a movie that, like, when I saw the trailer, I was like, oh, I'm excited to see this movie. Good trailer. Yeah. Um, I was like, this is a hilarious concept and seems pretty out there. And It's look, no Viva Rock Vegas. I'll tell you that much, no, baby. No. Well, I mean, not many things are. I don't know, dude. I got to, like, this is one of those ones I feel like it's going to be controversial because everyone seems to love this fucking movie. I don't know. But, love is a strong. Yeah, I, I I gotta give it like a fucking three out of maybe four of Golden Guns. That is. <sighs> Let's just say good things if we can. I mean, the special effects and the realization of the Pokemon from CGI to real life, stunning. Um, I don't feel that way entirely. I the think, mixture I think, of the images, I think, maybe not. I but think like, some of the Pokemon looked amazing, and some of them looked like absolute. Some shit. of them looked like cartoon characters, but they're fucking—they are cartoon. Like you can tell, they put a lot of work into Pikachu's character design and like Psyduck's character design, but everyone else, they were like, eh. It was like Ready Player One, where there was just too much on screen, like too many like things that do not look all correct standing together like um yeah it was a it was a tough watch my guy (laughs) i'm gonna give it a 3.75 out of Uh, 10 you like you like the decimals golden just call it a four man like trying it's not a four okay and those points are just for special effects yeah no the, the entire time I was watching the movie, I was just repeatedly in situations where I thought to myself, man, this movie looks like shit. <sighs> they did the thing that's like... It turned into a fucking cartoon. I feel like it started with like Spy Kids, where these fucking kids' movies are like... There's zero set pieces that are real. Like, you can tell the entire fucking thing is yeah. shot in front of a green screen. And Although, like, I will say that the third act, while it was a terrible shit show a splashing of cgi garbage into my eyes like diarrhea out of a fucking bull's ass right um (laughs) i did appreciate that i was in the daytime i was like oh i can see what's going on i don't it's a cartoon but i can see what's going on yeah yeah kind of like from godzilla i felt like i saw rain splashing in my face from like the last time i'd watched a big budget cgi thing and uh yeah i mean the it turned it, wa- it wasn't successful at anything it tried to be. It wasn't a good comedy. It wasn't a good Pokemon movie. It wasn't a good 
detective story in any right. And then in the, th- <laughs> and then in the third act, it turned into a fucking action movie. And yeah. I guess with like with cool. like more fucking twists than I've ever seen in one movie. Like it was like a comic. Well, they're trying to twist. do like the detective twist thing. Right. They were trying to do with like a these... Pokemon noir. Yeah, no, but they didn't even they, try they to didn't, do that. Like, Only two scenes of it maybe even remotely resembled that. I feel like that was the pitch. Here's the thing. If you took the hat off of Ryan Reynolds' Pikachu yeah. and and he wasn't a detective and they were just trying to figure out what happened to the main character's yeah. father, it wouldn't be a detective story. It's just like any movie that's about, ooh, what happened to my dad? That's not how a detective story typically goes. Right. Typically the detective is on their own investigating something that does not have right. to do with their personal history. Right. That's like the way noir should work. It should be that Detective Pikachu is just working a case. If you're going to make this movie, make it hard-boiled, funny take on like – imagine like a, a police lineup of Pokemon. Imagine like a Pokemon police commissioner. Make it totally ridiculous. Make it a world where Pokemon are living like people and that's why he can be a detective. But to believe that Ryan Reynolds' is Pikachu is one thing. To believe that Pikachu is a detective is another thing. And to believe that all these things in tandem – on top of CGI real life Pokemon, right? It it was too much. the The gap of reasonability of understanding it was too far for me. As not as that, I'm not a fucking little kid. <laughs> like if I was a kid, I, I'd I be mean, like, sweet. Yeah, no, but, I mean, I, I didn't feel that way. I feel like if you watch Pokemon, it's like generally the same like world they live in. Just in like like it makes it is, but it makes sense not, within that context. They but did not do anything I, I like, interesting with that. No, no, that, 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 I, told, that I totally, I totally agree with that. But no, it's just a movie about a kid trying to find his daddy. My daddy I, th- I think we should establish right now. Is this gonna? Are there? There's gonna be spoilers in this. Review, Let's wait right? a little bit before we go into what you want to talk. about. Yeah, but not in general. But I'm saying that mild we, spoilers for how can we signify like. For those who don't want to hear spoilers, like skip ahead ten seconds, or we're no. just gonna tell them to go fuck themselves. Don't listen to the podcast. No, if you we'll don't just want we'll save the big nuggets for the end. Let's be real. You're not gonna listen to fuck. It. You're not gonna watch Detective Pikachu looking for to be artistically fulfilled. Whatever. We'll get there. It's fine. So. Uh, I feel like every time we do an episode, we end up talking about um, kind of how could we have made this movie better? How could you have done this right? Um, I don't. I don't. I, I don't. This is kind of the, the 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 area where we do the pitch. In my opinion, there's always a way, except for Book of Henry, to potentially fix something or to make an idea work better. Yeah, because um, Book of Henry couldn't possibly have gotten any better. So what yeah, the, the, the pitch would have been make the exact same movie because it was fire. Um, so uh, in terms of what the pitch for me uh, that would work for this movie, I would have gone with PG-13, uh, no detective element, uh, story of Ash Ketchum in the world of Pokemon. It's kind of this plot of the first game. Um have it be like timothy chalamet and like james franco can be uh brock and uh i can't think of anybody else but like team rocket can be the bad guys make it a mix of basically jurassic park and gladiator in that you get to see a spectacle of all these amazing animals and creatures that you've never seen that blow the main character's mind while also having a fight element to it and a gladiatorial element to it where you can train and you can see like an excite I mean it doesn't have to be like dour or anything it can be humorous and like light and decent but just make a a lively beautiful adaptation of a cartoon that was very lively and had a, a lot of creative creatures and a lot of things going on and 
uh, just make like a serious Pokemon movie. It could have just been called fucking Pokemon movie. And what was ridiculous about this one is they end up doing a lot of things that the original Pokemon movie did in plot. That movie was about a certain Pokemon, and this movie basically was about the same thing. And if they would have excised the stupid detective plot and the body-switching Freaky Friday nonsense, it would have been probably a pretty compelling movie, and fuck Ryan Reynolds. Like, I know he needed a, 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 a yacht uh, with like a gluten-free uh, kitchen built inside of it, but I, I'm not into it. Fuck him for this. All right. Well, all right. Here's my pitch for how to make yes, some. What is your pitch, Dan? For not directed for you, but for people who were fans of Pokemon growing up. Okay. It's like this plot on paper, like the premise, like you're following Pikachu around, like as he exists with a human in an entire world that's created by the property already. Seeing it from. Are you saying Pikachu is like the protagonist? Yeah, that's fine. That would be interesting. That's fine. And, and he doesn't. He's but not, it's a, doesn't talk. No, this is fine. Him talking. I think the I think the concept oh. is I I there was a lot of but potential with this. Con- he could be a detective, like or not a detective. It doesn't matter. What I want to see is more of just like the fucking, like commit to like just like a Pokemon feel of like, it's like I'm gonna talk about the Speed Racer movie a lot. Like that movie was like watching a fucking film version of a cartoon. Like this, I want to see like how they're all interacting with each other. The scenes where like there were a couple laughs where Pikachu's interacting with some other Pokemon and you're getting flavors of like the other Pokemon's like characters and there's a lot of in jokes and stuff that like Yeah. I, I wanted they blew through those moments. Yeah. But they but they, that, they were nice. I mean all the you, moments that they spent establishing like the context yeah. in the world, right. I wanted to then explore that world. Yeah. I didn't Rhyme want City and all the that. rest of the movie was Pokemon coming in and out like from stage right, make a joke, leave stage left. Like it was very just like let's throw a barrage of Pokemon just so we can show them. Like Yeah, that was it. That that's what it felt like to me that they were throwing it at you just to, just to, so in the beginning, right? When uh, the main character's on a train. Right, and he's like having a somber moment. He's traveling to like this crazy city. He looks over, and I think the Pokemon is Lickitung. Yeah, Lickitung. And Lickitung is just standing there, and it's just like, it's just there, just to be there. Like, there's no literally appears out of nowhere, right? And starts licking his face, which by the way, he's only there for the joke of him licking. his Which by the way, he was leaning into being licked. Like he could have moved his head. Lickitung sexually assaults someone on a train for a laugh. He pretty much got blown. He got bl- his head got blown by Lickitung. Yeah, and it just felt like they were copy and pasting Pokemon into every scene, like for no reason, as like the butt of a joke mostly, like, as like the punchline of something, or just to move the plot forward. It wasn't like integral that the Pokemon were everywhere. It just like was. This movie would be totally. I feel it would have achieved what it set out to do if it was a half hour shorter and didn't do the same thing that everything we've been watching lately is where it's trying to force this fucking like human element B plot. It's the same as Godzilla like yeah. I couldn't care less about this kid or his they fucking think dad. That that's what Americans are going to connect with. Right. I'm just sick of them trying to inject these melodramatic family narratives into fucking everything. Like yeah, why sure. can't in this year like we have like a young protagonist that isn't having some sort of, like, existential crisis, like, coming to terms with their troubled upbringing. Like, I want to see a fucking Pokemon movie that is in this exact same universe that is, like, fucking Pokemon, which is a basic fucking plot. You fucking enslave animals that are inferior to you. (laughs) Which, I have a lot to say about the general premise of Pokemon. That is going to be our Which I realize is fucking abhorrent. Uh, That's going to be our next section, uh, our new segment called, Is Dan Okay? 
<laughs> where I talk about my existential crisis while watching Haunting and exploiting mentally inferior creatures for your own gain <laughs> is what Pokemon is about. It's not about kids trying to come to terms with the death of their father. Like, dude, that Speed Racer movie that I'm going to talk about over and over again is fucking bonkers, and there is no... There is the most shallow plot possible because that's what fucking cartoons those cartoons are like it's fucking repeat the same formula every episode and you turn that into a two hour movie you better have a bunch of fucking epic action scenes and hilarious characters which is what's speed racer <laughs> speed racer cast Dude, you have to stop with speed racer i can't i love that movie it's very interesting I love were you a fan shit. of the tv show um like moderate my dad was a big fan of it you wow yeah okay well you you know the movie's fucking insane it, yeah. it's like a fever dream it's just, yeah. I feel like people didn't love it. I didn't love it. Yeah. I did like watching it. It was amazing to look at. Yeah. I feel like I should rewatch it. I like that Matthew Fox was given a role in it. I just like Matthew yeah. Fox. And he was badass in yeah. it. Yeah. Um, Matthew Fox of uh, Party of Five fame. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that is the first thing that comes to mind. Uh, the series finale of Party of Five where uh, they all end up in a church in purgatory. <laughs> Um, watching that show is like being in purgatory so hey. let's let's wander down the, the rabbit hole here with this movie yeah. a little bit um, so here's the beginning of my thought process as I'm watching this movie so I said uh, now that it's in the real world I can finally judge Pokemon against the rules of reality and I think what's potent about that is that this is what I never liked about Pokemon this is the issue that I had with it when I was a kid that disconnected it for me so I was you're a little younger than me, so you were fucking prime yeah. for that. I was on the cusp where you could choose if you were into that or, or not, kind of in my year. Right, right. Like half the kids... You could get away with it. Yeah, you could get away with it. Whereas whole grades under me, it was swept over like the plague. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. And um, It was important. So, so I remember first seeing it and just thinking... I just don't understand. Like, there's no actual lessons being learned. I don't understand the origin or purpose or or root of these creatures. It's very random, and it's it's because it's Japanese. It's so only the Japanese would think of such an abstract concept and right. blow it up. With American, look at American TV from that time and cartoons from that time. It was all like very, uh, you know, narratively forward. It wasn't like blown out and just like insane and just about topics. You know, Pokemon was the beginning of just, I think, the ADD generation and of kids being marketed to on multi-platforms. That's one of the first things to ever have a TV show, a video game, and a trading card game to be equally successful on all fronts. The card game was the most successful of all of it. Um, It was a tremendous industry. It was was a juggernaut. But to me it was like, it was about as interesting as yo-yoing that craze was or anything. I just thought it was a fad. I mean, I didn't like it and I watched the TV show. I thought it was pretty much retarded and maybe for retarded people. And then I saw the movie in theaters with Mewtwo and I did not like that. It was very confusing. That'd be by Pokemon that. the movie 2000. Yeah, I did not. I, I just don't understand. It's like even more brainless than Power Rangers. Like Power Rangers, that had characters that were American and it like made sense. <laughs> even though even though it was inserted into like a Japanese. Are you sure you show? don't want to get Dave over here? He'd be all about that sentiment. Um, but it's yeah, it's dude. I never liked Pokemon, and this movie took me to a place where I realized that it makes no fucking sense to me. Like, are there real animals in the world besides Pokemon? Like, why no, are there wild no. Pokemon and buffalo Pokemon? 
at a farm behind a fence, that means that they eat their meat. You know right. what I mean? Right, right. Why do you keep animals behind a fence? Right. So the in the opening shot, they show these buffalo Pokemon, I yeah. guess, that are in a fence in, yeah. at a farm. So are they eating these things? No, they're shearing them. They're shearing... They see they should have gone into like what what they could use these creatures for. It's well, like the, the options are endless. So what I, like so I I spent a, I was telling you this movie made me think of and feel a lot of things about my childhood and really like evaluate my relationship to Pokemon because like when I saw the trailer I was like oh by default I'm excited for this but then like the more I thought about it like when I was a kid like like you said I was it was the prime Pokemon time like. It was definitely one of those things that I got super into just because, like, everyone else was into it, and I, like, forced myself into it. Like, I collected a fuck ton of Pokemon cards and was, like, beyond excited about them when I got my holographic Charizard, and I'd watch the show, but, like, I I vividly remember never being, like, actually excited to watch the show, but, like, if you weren't fucking into Pokemon, you were just a fag, dude. Like, kids would, like, fucking push you into the urinal while you're pissing so you get all the water on the front of your pants. (laughs) First hard F, I feel like, too, for us. No, you dropped a hard one earlier. Oh, with Naomi Watts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she uh, said that, though, in that yeah. movie. That was a direct Yeah, movie. well, that's what kids called me when I was a kid, so <laughs> I got called a fag on yeah, the Yeah, we all, you know, we've all been there. But, um, dude, mean, it's just like... I'm there right now. It, it was the same as, like, I was really into Crazy Bones for a bit, but there was no... <laughs> crazy Bones. <laughs> there was no like, How I... can you even say that sentence without laughing? <laughs> yeah, and I had a fun time. I was really like... into Crazy Bones. <laughs> um, I was really into the oven that I baked and made uh, insect snacks out of. You ever make the fruit snack? Creepy snack-y. crawlers. Creepy crawlers. When uh, I, used to, I used to tease that during That's jams great. all the time. <laughs> 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 um, but, dude, no, the whole premise is so, like morally fucking bankrupt like all i was thinking i was like the morality of like pets as a whole and like the world they live in is literally like the whole concept is dog fighting is what this entire property is about like but but like people find it cute and it doesn't make any sense they literally go into the wild capture these things keep them captive in a little ball and then fight them against each other for for essentially so many things about what you that the process you just described haunt me i don't understand what this world is dude they're like and it's severe like they're like shocking each other with electricity exerting toxic chemicals fire like it's like this like japanese subservience culture that's romanticizing the exploitation of animals i don't know dude it's like we all agree that dog fighting and cock fighting is super weird but like we're totally on board with kids just fucking eating this shit up which is literally like i used to run around i got a fucking toy pokeball from burger king and would run around throwing them at squirrels like trying to catch squirrels like I th- that's a dangerous that's like when kids uh played doom and they were like that's why they shot up that school you, the, it's just like that. the, the effect on you was you yeah. chased a squirrel and tried to throw <laughs> is that a true story like throw it near it like wait is that a true story not like you know i didn't think it was actually i didn't i never thought the pokeball was going to catch the squirrel but we were all playing pokemon and what are you going to use besides like the neighbor's puppy or a fucking and when you were done beating its head in with the pokeball <laughs> what, what was your feeling at that point yeah, i made it into a hat um, so I want to share with you my deep thoughts right now. Right. Um, I, I, I think you gave it the title Jack Dandy's Deep Thoughts. Yeah. Um, basically went into a deep psychological hellhole during this movie where I had to pause it and write a list of questions 
that were baking my noodles so hard that I just needed to write yeah. them down, and I got lost. I went down a deep rabbit hole with this thought process. Are like, you gonna play like uh, like the same music they play in like a massage parlor? Yes, <laughs> it's gonna be like light muzak. Yeah, cue the music. Yeah, it's always it's, always, it's always like they're playing oh, like yeah. toxic, but like mm. light jazz piano like version. All right, so here are my thoughts. All right, do Pokemon reproduce? Are they ever babies? Can they become extinct? Are they evolutions yes. of ancient creatures? Yes. Do they do they have sex and do they have a gender? Can you eat Pokemon? What do they taste like? <laughs> Why doesn't the government study and exploit the Pokemon for their superpowers? How is the population of the Pokemon on planet Earth affected the rest of the world's ecology? Why are all Pokemon identical per individual species, as in why are all Bulbasaurs identical? Do Pokemon have anuses? I haven't seen a single anus. <laughs> How do gas-type Pokemon like coughing reproduce? Can a cloud of smoke bang itself? <laughs> I forgot about that one, I'm sorry. Why do these creatures have fully developed vocal cords but can only say their own names? <laughs> Are there any animal rights activists Wait. protecting the rights of these bizarre and dangerous creatures? So who named them? I don't if know. they can say know. their own name, that means someone had to have named I them. I don't know. Why doesn't Charizard just kill everyone around him with hellfire like in the slaughter of King's Landing? <laughs> that one tickled me. How does the Pokemon theme song exist in this movie? Like, Ryan Reynolds was singing it. Does that imply that there was a show called Pokemon with the same theme song in this universe? What's inside a Pokeball? Are the creatures in a horrifying suspended state of animation when they're inside it? Or is it a fully furnished apartment like in I Dream of Genie? What do they eat inside the Pokeball? With some of these creatures in their range of intelligence uh, and ability to behave themselves, it's strange that they even need to be inside the Pokeball. Like, there are dogs right now on planet Earth with less intelligence than these Pokemon, but we allow them to follow us on leashes, not harnessed at all. What is intrinsically about these creatures that necessitates our capturing of them, let alone em all? <laughs> uh, and what if we do catch them all? It's... <laughs> it's... <laughs> It seems like it would take nothing to make any of these species instantly endangered. <laughs> Technically, aren't all Pokemon species endangered solely based on the fact that there's so few of them? And if that is the case, why do we allow people to enslave them, <laughs> let alone fight them to the death for our pitiless entertainment? In this world gone mad, full of animal abuse and unmitigated slavery for gladiatorial bemusement, is it us who have become the monsters? The pocket monsters? The Pokemon? Thank you. That was deep thoughts. That was deep thoughts with Jack Dandy. <laughs> uh. That, uh... Yeah, that was, that was good. That was a good segment. I feel like we should do more of those. Um, those are the feelings that I... It just, like, had a total yeah, breakdown. Yeah, no, that, that, that tackles pretty much everything. Um... I don't think, I mean, are there answers to some of those questions? Maybe. Yeah. Let, let us know in the feedback. Yeah. Those section. of you who care about the Pokemon lore. Let us know on the boards. Um, was this movie, 
Everyone at home, tell me if this movie's canon, because I feel like there's a lot of things that break the rules of the Pokemon no. cartoon. Well, it's not really canon because it's based on Detective Pikachu, not Pokemon directly. You know what I mean? Yeah, but Pikachu so det- in and of itself is a Pokemon property. Yeah, but it doesn't need to, like, it It may not be, like, in the world that Ash Ketchum lives in. I mean, it seemed like it was, but they didn't yeah. mention. You think they would. I was, you think there would be an Easter egg about any of the characters okay, from the fucking this. show or so, Team Rocket? So I have no idea if this is true at all, but I read um, on IMDb that they were developing a character of Professor Oak around Robin Williams, and then he died, oh. and they just scrapped it from the movie. I think I remember reading that as well. That, that would have been dope. <laughs> if Robin Williams was like a fucking tortured professor who's like, what is, he's like, I'm a fucking, I went to grad school, I'm a professor, but like, I dedicate my life to like enslaving these fucking pitiless creatures. What did you think about the part where uh, Ryan Reynolds' Pikachu asked the main character to smell his finger? Yeah, that happened. I felt super uncomfortable with that. I was like, oh, I don't know who that joke was for, but thanks, it wasn't for me. Kids movie. Yeah, that I feel like I can't even tell if that's a Ryan Reynolds ad lib anymore. <laughs> he's like such a joke of his own self at this point. I mean, I just hated. We were supposed to talk about things we liked about this movie. No, he. Uh, what kind of shocked me about this movie is he, either either I was so tuned out when I was watching it, but like he really wasn't like the main character of the movie. Really, like. Detective Pikachu himself was kind kind of like a side element to the actual human main character. I mean, it really wasn't... The focus wasn't even split amongst them. I felt like he was like a zany side character. I feel the movie was about the relationship between Pikachu and the kid. Oh my god. Which we're going to get to. Let's not spoil that. We're going to... That's the only spoilers we're going to have in this episode. We'll mark that. But um, what about my man Ken Watanabe showing up? Yeah. Again. Poor, poor man. This has become Ken Watanabe cast real quick. Can I complain about something about Ken Watanabe and all in and, and just like Asian actors in general? <laughs> um, I know this is how this is going to sound. So all of Yikes. our all of our Chinese American viewers, uh, I apologize, but sometimes with especially Asian actors, not really like. Look at, like, an actor like Diego Luna from, like, you know, Rogue One, obviously, Baby, we always talk about. Yeah. But, like, he has, like, a, a really thick accent. Right. But it's cool. It's, like, blah, blah, blah. Like, something about, like, actors like Ken Watanabe and Michelle Yeoh, who's currently in, on Star Trek Discovery, who's probably the hammiest, worst part of that show. Um, they just, like, can't speak English good. <laughs> and, and 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 it makes me wonder like in their real life they have to probably think really hard to speak english they're probably not talking about like like ken watanabe and godzilla's like the underground mothra godzilla experiment on monster skull island it just like sounds so bonkers you know what i mean i think in real life he'd be like uh, uh the island uh like in the movies, the, the exposition dumps they no, give these ridiculous characters. Fucking, it's in this the, movie, it's he's like the people who write the dialogue like, for them are super racist, the and that's what they what think Japanese the people sound like. I watched the entire movie and could not figure out the main character's name. What was his name? So I'm going to say Benjamin. The kid? Yeah. yeah it's, I don't know. I'm going to call him ben, Benji. Yeah. Benjamin. Yeah. Uh, totally wrong. Benji goes totally, down. Totally um, yeah, I thought I thought he was good in it. I thought he was the fine. kid. Yeah, he looked like a person who usually wears glasses and they made him take off his glasses for the movie yeah. i know that's a weird thing to say but like it looks like he should have been wearing glasses and it looks like his face hurt the whole movie and it's just one of my at uh, one point of- dude at one point in the movie and I, i'm gonna play the clip absolutely hopefully i will uh get that knocked in there but um dude 
when he is crying at one point in the movie when Pikachu is like injured fatally for a moment um, and he's like weeping and he's like Pikachu <laughs> I was yeah. like dude this is a grown man acting on a giant green screen stage yeah. at probably 7 in the morning they're like alright weep yeah. and say Pikachu I was thinking about that so he was like, I was thinking oh, about he's like Pikachu wake up dude I was thinking about the ADR uh, like recording sessions oh, constantly through this movie I just picture Ryan Reynolds with his like Dunkin Donuts coffee just like holding just like did you know that it was supposed to be Danny DeVito as Detective Pikachu and they did a screen test and everything with it? No, that sounds hilarious, honestly. I think if I can find the clip, I'll play it. But um, there's like audio recording of it. And it's, it's. I mean, imagine, dude, imagine how good this movie would have been if it was Danny DeVito. No, I don't think it would have. That, nothing that, would, that nothing implies, would have fixed that, some that of the issues That implies that the here, only but... problem with this movie was Ryan Reynolds. He didn't help the situation, but I don't think he was at his best. I, I thought he was good. He wasn't very witty. For, for fucking, I mean, he didn't write the dialogue. Yeah, like, but you know, he put his little cum magic all over. Dude, it. They're like, it? sprinkle it up, Ryan. Dude, it got a, like very slightly racy apart at points. I feel like there's got to be fucking droves of recordings of Ryan Reynolds just saying heinous shit as Pikachu. That they're like, all right, Ryan. He's like, uh, well, what the fuck else am I gonna do? I'm a grown man acting as a fucking yellow dog. <laughs> I thought it was more of a rabbit, but fair enough. Yeah, whatever. Um, uh, here's a quote from the movie, um, from Ryan Reynolds, Pikachu. Um, I try to talk to people all the time and all they hear is Pika Pika. They tap me, they kiss me, they stick a finger in me. It's really yeah. gross. Yeah. What? Yeah. Wait, what, Ryan? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I want to say they stick a finger in me. That's what Deadpool would say. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan, uh, we keep telling you this is, this is not Deadpool related. Yeah, that's what Deadpool would say too. To the camera. <laughs> yeah. Ryan Reynolds, man. Um, what else? Um, you, what else? You guys might know Ryan Reynolds from uh, Two Guys, A Girl, and A Pizza Parlor. Mondays at 8 on ABC. <sighs> you weren't a fan? I don't think I saw that show. Oh, well, in season two, they dropped the pizza parlor, and it just turned into Two Guys and a Girl. Wait, wait, wait. Going back, before I forget about it, going back to the topic of what the fuck is Pokemon, right? Like, okay. what in the fucking world is this shit? One moment in this movie, I was, I'm going to say it's my favorite moment, because it goes by in a quarter second, okay. and it is bananas. <laughs> um, they're talking about the history of the Pokemon... Uh, and they pan to a fucking thing of hieroglyphics. Yeah, 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 yeah. ancient, ancient Egyptians. It was just like Godzilla. Ancient Egyptians throwing Pokeballs. Yeah. (laughs) And capturing Pokemon. I I repeat, it wasn't that that there was just Pokemon, and there was like Venusaur, and like, yeah, yeah. It wasn't that there was just Pokemon and man, they were throwing Pokemon. That idea of capturing them. And this answers a lot of my questions, I guess, which is like, where did the idea of enslavement come from? Dude, from your and my people's original slave masters, yeah. the Egyptians. Yeah. Are Pokemon Jews? Is what? that is that the allegory? I mean, they definitely control everything in Rhyme City, if you know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> is, is Rhyme City a concept from the TV show? Not, I don't know. Because... This is where I don't remember a thing. I watched. This is where I had to pause the movie. I don't remember a single thing that ever happened. I remember the songs that Team Rocket say. I think Rhyme City is where I had a meltdown because they introduce Rhyme City in a in a span of a couple seconds, and in that exposition dump, they say that this is the only city on Earth on Earth 
where there are no Pokemon battles and where the Pokemon are they live as living equals. as equals. Yeah. They with have like man. they have like a symbiotic relationship where they like help each other like there's like Pikachu's like help the power grid and shit like all of Rhyme City would be covered in Pokemon feces. The city would be woefully overrun and completely destroyed, yet it looks awfully clean. Imagine if you had a city full of 500,000 tigers. Do Pokemon eat? Do they shit? Like, it would be... Uh, dude, the, the city would be overrun and completely destroyed. And there's, like, monkey Pokemon jumping all over the buildings right. and, and bird Pokemon flying everywhere. There's, like, a bird with a 25-foot wingspan flying through the sky. Where does that bird shit? I mean, it's not a bird. It's a Pokemon. It doesn't have to, man. It doesn't. It shits a joy. <laughs> oh, man. Are we done with, with Pokemon? I don't know. I mean... Do you have anything you'd like to talk about related to this fucking garbage? I just, like... I can't get over the condescending pacing of these fucking kids' movies. Like, What do you mean? It's just, like... And, it, and the same with Godzilla. This, like... It, it's, like... It tries... It's not even condescending. It's, like, too heady, where it's, like, trying... The, this human element thing, where they're trying to add these B-plots. No one is going to a Pokemon movie to watch... <laughs> one of my notes was, wow, this movie's really playing to Dan's love for multiracial characters. <laughs> <laughs> um, the Indian guy at the beginning, who's Darpinda in uh, Deadpool, he's a fantastic actor. I've seen him in other stuff. This right here, dude. <laughs> this is how you do a fucking kids movie. I'm holding up the Power Rangers movie. Like, I got frustrated at this movie, and I sat there thinking, like, man, you know what? I bet if I was a kid, I would fucking love this Pokemon movie. I'm looking at it through rose glasses. But then I started thinking, because I was like, you know what? I'm sure the po- the Power Rangers movie is a piece of shit, too. So I busted out my fucking Power Rangers movie DVD, and I threw it on, and it fucking ruled. Because that movie... It's fucking action scenes, fucking no human plot at all. Like, it's Power Rangers and villains and fucking music and just, like, it's it's the shit, dude. I'll tell you what. There's one human moment in this entire movie, and it's when fucking uh, Ivan Ooze kills or thrashes <laughs> Zordon's Slayer. I've never and, heard someone so passionately <laughs> say the name Ivan Ooze before, but... And Zordon, you find out that even though the entire series he's been just a floating head, apparently if his glass chamber breaks, he converts into a fucking old human with a sweater. Like, like where did he get that <laughs> turtleneck sweater, dude? He's just... Um, and all the Power Rangers, they fucking come together, they bring him back to life, and that's the only human element in the entire thing. The rest of it is just fucking absurd characters and action scenes, dude. I don't need fucking to hear about, like, anyone's father, fucking dead parents, divorce, while kids yeah, and I Pikachu mean, are discussing their the, feelings over a days, bowl of dan-dan noodles. These, oh, no, you did it, dude. <laughs> oh, fucking hell. Uh, these days, this movie would star a kid who wasn't one of the Power Rangers, and it would be, like, about him and his dead, right, fa- and right, his dead father. Right, it would be, like, power, it's, like, a kid talking to like bulk and skull about fucking like why they are bullies and what in their childhood left to that and then every now and then the yellow ranger would do like a backflip in the background you're like oh yeah power rangers well what was incredible about the mighty morphin power rangers movie it first of all it's not it's a terrible movie no how dare you on on objectively it's like not a good movie but what is incredible about it what blew me the fuck away about it as a kid was that the tv show was cobbled together from a different show 
and they only filmed the human element with the American actors. So it was all really stilted and the action was always the same and the costumes were always the same yeah. up to that point. And I was obsessed with those costumes. I was obsessed with those actors. I was just obsessed with Power Rangers, period. What's your relationship? Is the, that your relationship to Power Rangers? It, your kid, Power that Rangers was my, kid? probably my first full nerd obsession yeah. may have been Power Rangers. I was head over heels. I had the Red Ranger at my fourth birthday party, and it was a fucking woman in the Red Ranger costume, yeah, and so I could this tell is from the voice. You. And I fucking this lost, where I lost my shit and threw a straight tantrum at my own birthday party. I was like, you're not a fucking Power Ranger. Oh, fucking and she was like i am i am like, are you sure you were, weren't like mom she touched my penis no, I, no that's why i tell my therapist <laughs> <laughs> um this movie my mom wouldn't be able to forgive herself <laughs> this movie uh had new suits it had cgi for the yeah, first time yeah, yeah it had it had an epic new villain where it made the entire established villains from the show into total pussies that get overtaken immediately by a new better villain um, Lord Zed gets fucked yeah, in that movie. Zed, Fuck children. Zed would have been a really good like sequel villain. To he like, looks epic in that movie too. His brain is fucking moving the whole time. It's like you as he breathes, you can see like the pulse in his brain. It's disgusting. The fucking birds. Let's stop talking about Pokemon. Let's let's throw this bad boy on real quick. <laughs> um, and but the CGI in that movie is abhorrent. Yeah, it was made in what 1995. Like, but I mean. Whew. But when I was a kid, it was unbelievable. Yeah, Ivan Ooze like, was shit. fucking terrifying. I had a Power Rangers fucking sleeping bag. You get it, dude. Jesus, tent. you love this movie and you love Pikachu and Book of Henry. I don't love Pikachu. Oh, no, sorry. <laughs> What's uh? I I did like um. We didn't talk about the fucking techno rave scene. The drum and ba- with the fucking fat drum and bass, where the bass itself was performed by Pokemon. That was dope. Yeah, it was dope as fuck. You should play that music. Can we just talk about some of the things that make absolutely no fucking sense in this movie? Like the entire holographic crime scene reproduction where like every time anyone... Spoilers! Anytime anyone fucking enters, they're able to look up at different things. They're like... Like the whole premise is that fucking like... It was filmed or whatever, so they're producing this fucking hologram of it, but, like, that means people are allowed to look up, and you see Mewtwo, which everyone else who experienced the fucking hologram didn't think to look up or, like, fucking see what the source of the fucking explosion was. Do you want to get fired up and try the Dan Dan Noodles joke again? (laughs) No. Should we reset that up? Or Uh, patch it in and post? Like, nail it and patch it in and post? No, we're good. (laughs) Um... So, wow. Uh, I'm going to put the spoiler rating up right now. Um, Spoiler alert for this fucking piece of ass. (laughs) Um, So, uh, Dan texted me while I was watching this movie. We were texting back and forth, and he said, can I tell you one thing about this movie? And I was like, yeah, sure. He was like, when I was watching it, I guessed the twist basically like halfway through and like said it out loud and then as it a, actually as a true. joke as a joke though yeah like there was a series yeah, okay, there was a, a there was a chunk in the movie where there were so many twists happening so rapid fire where I as a joke like said the most ludicrous thing I could think of was like also this happens like and um, then that's what fucking happened so I was at this point twenty one minutes into the movie <laughs> and I I was watching a scene where they were like talking about. The main character's dad being dead, and that's like, but he goes on non about it, and Pikachu's sitting there, and who mysteriously has gained consciousness and has amnesia. And, and Pikachu was a his detective. Dad, his and, dad's partner, Pokemon partner. Um, 
So I just put it together instantly. I was 21 minutes in. I texted you back and said, Pikachu is this kid's dad. (laughs) And you were like, no. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Um, So that ruined. I ruined. Would you have thought that if I didn't tell you that there was like the most absurd fucking. No, I was already thinking it. That's why I texted to you. I was like, this is literally what's going through my mind. Is is this fucking. is is, Is this dad? All right. And this brings up something that I cannot get over. A, that Ryan Reynolds has a black son. Right, uh, right. Because uh, this kid is that's African American. Granted, he is mixed thing. race, but he could have just been a light skinned dude. <laughs> I didn't even think of him as light skinned until um, I realized that Ryan Reynolds, as an actor, was his father. Dude, when they re- so they reveal that it's his father is his soul is like in Pikachu's body. Yeah. Mewtwo is like the bad guy the whole time. Then you find out he's the good guy, oh, right. and then well, let's not spoil everything. It doesn't fully matter. I mean, what, all that matters is that Ryan Reynolds. Is his dad and and yeah. this whole movie and that's why Pikachu sounds like Ryan Reynolds. Yeah, but then why does his son not, not recognize, recognize his fucking, fucking voice? voice? Yeah, I know, I know. Who I took, wouldn't recognize uh, their dad's voice if their dad was Ryan Reynolds? Dude, the movie ended and like I was like, "What do you think?" I was like, "I'd really like to know how that fucking kid didn't realize that his dad was Pikachu." When he had the same fucking voice as the actor who plays his father. <laughs> Can you tell me why? Um, why only his son could hear him? Be- yeah, right. Why? Be- because he's his father. I don't know. Why? Because Mewtwo made did, it that way. Did they ever explain M- that? Mewtwo fucking like organized this whole thing to fucking oh to get like use his powers to make this situation with like. He was playing 4D chess, like, I'm going to take away his memory, but fucking, he'll he'll instinctively, the thing was like, he'll instinctively guide the kid because he's his son. Back uh, to him, and then he'll re-give him his memory or turn him into Ryan Reynolds. The, but here's what I want to know. What about that fucking Pikachu? That's a fucking autonomous creature that Mewtwo's just like, I'm going to inject you with fucking Ryan Reynolds' essence. <laughs> and like, then fuck you. Now you can turn back into Ryan Reynolds. What Dude. happened to that Pikachu? And speaking of, in the final 45 seconds of this movie, Ryan Reynolds appears. Right. Because he's is in, his father. And is in this fucking movie. Which yeah. That took me so far out of whatever <laughs> shred of reality the movie Dude, had me in. I was texting texting you and then i looked up and he was on Dude. screen so i missed his entrance and i was like what is this that's happening how much funnier would that moment have been if it was danny devito <laughs> that'd be pretty funny it'd be funny if it was voiced by danny De- devito and it still was ryan reynolds at the end who showed up danny devito just like drunk slathered in oil eating a big bowl of dan dan noodles <laughs> <laughs> Well, folks, uh, I hated this movie. I enjoyed this uh, maybe a little more than Book of Henry as an actual movie, but not as a bad movie. Because like I said, once it turned into like generic action schlock, I fucking, my eyes went in two different directions. Can we just mention for a second that it worked out that this is the third movie in the last fucking two weeks that we've watched where the entire premise is based on some fucking evil creature that shouldn't exist be escaping from the fucking containment chamber dude and usually those are my favorite movies how many fucking times can we see a movie where some there's a bunch of dudes in fucking lab coats creating something they shouldn't that then that they're so sure is like under containment and just escapes and it's the same fucking scene it was the opening of godzilla so my point is this movie is no worse than godzilla 
Well, this so, movie's no worse than Godzilla. Yeah. No, Godzilla is better. Than I'm this. saying your love for Godzilla is unfounded. Of course it is. We did we did hours on that. All right. I want to re- I want to reinforce. <laughs> All right. Um, so how many golden guns did you give this? Pew pew. I think three point five. Three point five. I think that's where we were at. Uh, no, you gave it a three point seven. Seven five. All right. What did I give it? Six. A three or four? A four? Right. Dude, fuck this movie. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I was excited to see this movie. Pokemon Snap was my favorite N64 game ever. Ever. Make um, a fucking gladiator type movie like Pokemon Stadium, the yeah. movie, the game, the movie. I would rather see a movie out of Pokemon Snap. Yeah. The guy just yeah. driving around Pikachu's in a Pikachu's like a fucking chill Dude, photographer. He like lives in Fishtown, bro. He fucking drinks his like Americano pour over in the morning. Have you... Uh, Cool. <laughs> Alright. So you, is there anything else you want to talk about? I feel I like know. the episodes are getting shorter. Should we just rap? Like you know, that's not My name I is Dan and I came here to say I'm very blazed today. <laughs> <laughs> that's um, pretty good with your Fraser t shirt and under armor hat. <laughs> that um, might be the whitest thing I've ever bared witness to. Jeez Louise, this movie really set me for a loop. So what do you want to do next? Like, do you want to do another bad one? Because, like... Well, I thought this was going to be a good one. Yeah, that's kind of weird. This turned out to be... I didn't think this was going to be a shit on everything movie. I thought that we were going to come in with, like, a comfortable, like, six, six and a half score. Me too. To be like, hey, concept was, like, kind of hilarious. There were some funny jokes. The rest of it meandered a little bit. I wasn't expecting to be like, what the fuck happened here? It was more like the cartoon than even the cartoon. And it's gotten good reviews. I don't get it. This is why I'm saying... Because kids' movies can get favorable reviews easier. Because, like, there are critics that... There are critics that really love that smell-my-finger joke. They're like like middle America-type critics uh, critics that, like, see movies and are like, oh, this is acceptable for my Christian family. Like, I would let my waspy children watch this, blah, blah, blah. So... (laughs) (laughs) Um... Yeah, I mean... You think that's what they're getting out of this? With no, Ryan like, Reynolds I... Fucking well, Rachel and I, this is what Rachel and I have the problem with. Like, we see all the time kids' movies that get all this praise, and then we watch Why it. Why do you see like, kids' movies all the time? What the fuck? No, I'm not... I don't see kids. I don't see kids. Movies. Are you going to go see Toy Story 4? I would like to see that. That looks fantastic. Yeah. I mean, they're always great. That's a, it's a kids' movie. That's a kids' movie, but that is maybe the only series of kids' movies I think that has transcended into real art. Yeah, I, I would see a, criteri- a Criterion Toy Story collection yeah. in the future. You know what I really like? Did you ever see Nomeo and Juliet? I don't know. I don't think so. Um, it's Romeo and Juliet, but with gnomes, and that's that's that's, that's all you need. That's what Shoot. these kids' movies need—a fucking like one-liner pitch. Should our next movie be Nomi? Imagine them pitching Pokemon, fucking Detective Pikachu to the studio. They're like, "All right, check it out." So it's like Pokemon, but get this: Ryan Reynolds is Pikachu, so it's like Pokemon Yellow, kinda, where he's following you around the whole time. But it's all real actors; they're all interacting. But also, it's really about a kid and his father, who's like a police officer, and um, Mewtwo's involved. Uh, fuck this movie. Is that something you want to make? No, I don't want to make any of it. I think Ryan Reynolds owes me an apology for this and Blade Trinity. Well, he made up for it with fucking Voices. That movie ruled. Voices is a good movie. The movie was insane. It was a good one. It's. I love the first reveal in Voices. 
that his apartment is actually not what it looks right. like. Yeah, yeah. That is, like, yeah. such a funny moment. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. I, I recommend the movie Voices. How did, how did that movie that, get uh, made? I how love, did that movie get made? I love like, that particular trope in movies. I'm trying to think of other movies where it's happened. Um where the main character is seeing something or his environment, and then you find out that it's not he's like, actually that. actually like in a prison. Yeah, like they're, they're it's like this can't think of series movie. finale of Saint Elsewhere. Whoa, I don't think I've seen that. It's a hospital drama starring Howie Mandel. Yeah, wait, ladies. what? <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ, this is where I'm headed to right now. Wait, 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 wait. So, spoilers for Saint Elsewhere. The series finale of St. Elsewhere is that you find out the entire show was being imagined by an autistic guy in a mental institution looking at a snow globe of a hospital. Yeah, okay, I've seen that parodied by, like, The Simpsons and yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah. <sighs> what do you think, bud? Time to time to toss it in the bag, F7? F7? I don't know. What, what do you, should we talk about what we want to do next? I don't know. I mean, here's the thing. Are we going to actually do this as a season? Since we started this podcast, since I started my blog that like doesn't get like all that much actual attention other than like Russian bots probably, <laughs> um, uh, I, I reviewed this movie, I uh, gave it a 10 out of 10, which is like I haven't given anything movie? on this podcast a 10 out of 10. Um, when I was growing up, I had this VHS tape um, that I got at uh, the drugstore at the end of my street. Um and it was called The Last Dinosaur. It had one of the most ripping covers I've ever seen. For It was like a fucking T-Rex jumping on a fucking Brachiosaurus's neck, like crushing it. And it said like The Last Dinosaur. Flip the box around. It's like all about like an eccentric billionaire who decides to hunt a Tyrannosaurus in the okay. center of the earth. And I was like, dude, this movie can <laughs> be amazing. And I watched it when I was a kid and it was incredible. And I very recently after lost the VHS tape. And it was such a low-budget feeling movie that I was like, no, I never thought I would really think about it or find it again or anything like that. And it t- and it turns out that I have recently found, about a year ago, found this VHS tape through in my shit at my parents' house. Nice. And I have the you know the VHS TV combo downstairs, and I watched it. I popped it in when I started cooking, and I had to stop everything that I was doing. <laughs> I, I like literally turned off all the lights and sat down and watched this movie, and it is. The most insensitive, racist, <laughs> awful, just mind like it's a mind blowing experience. And I feel like every podcast, like you know, like how did this get made? Did like an episode on the room that became like really big, and right. they had the director on it, and they had like Seth Rogen, like all these people. Like that, it's fun to like discover a gem and like try to push it forward. And I want to try to push this movie forward into someone's cultural lexicon because I need other people to see it and watch it, like truly experience Should it. Should we reach out to like someone involved with the movie and see if we can get something to <sighs> Dude. This is I feel like I, I could figure that out. Yeah, I mean but I, I don't know if we should do that next, but that's coming up. No, that was that's gonna take some prep time if we're gonna make. Like, yeah, well, I mean, I got it. I'm going away. I'm going to Mexico for the next yeah, week, yeah. and then I got maybe that'll be like the, se- the season two premiere. Maybe, um, maybe it'll be next. Bitch. I was thinking about while you were saying all that, we were talking this week about like properties, uh, movies made based on kids' cartoons that like ended up being successful and how few of them there are mm-hmm. and that's where I started raving about Speed Racer but I just thought of one that's like far and away better than all of them which is the fucking the 1994 Christina Ricci Casper movie <laughs> that was a really good movie dude that movie crushes very dark Bill Pullman 
fucking Glenn. No, wait, that's uh, 101 Dalmatians. That's another one. That's a good one. Well, you could throw in Glenn Close into that yeah, show. Yeah, yeah. Fucking, uh, but the cast one, who else is in that? Fucking, there's some, there's some. Uh, Devin Sawa. Yeah, yeah, he's Casper. <laughs> he's Casper. Yeah. And isn't Ben Stein in there for a second? Uh, you or might s- be thinking of the mask. I know, no, I'm, <laughs> we all wear masks, metaphorically speaking. We all wear masks, metaphorically speaking. The mask as a metaphor, Mr. Ripkiss, <laughs> a metaphor. No, I think he's also in Casper for a second as like a teacher. Um, Bill Pullman's like drunk in that movie. Yeah, and then dude, the like it's super dark. Fucking, they like give it his wife. Seven out of ten. His wife's dead, and like he's like doing all this to fucking try to bring his wife back, and then the the, the bad ghosts come out like dressed as his wife and like make out. With so did Christina Ricci fuck a ghost in that movie, or what happened there? She was about to. She's about to. But then uh, he it strikes midnight, and he turns back into Casper. Uh, Devin Sawa turns back into Casper, surrounded by all of. Uh, her classmates and they all see that she's making out with a ghost. He should have just flown right through that pussy, right, right, on, his, <laughs> right on his way out. Yeah. Just traveled right through. Yeah, like, let's ghost powers. Jokes on everyone else. He had already experienced it many times over. She just couldn't feel it because he was a ghost. And also jokes on him. He's dead. Yeah, what the fuck did he <laughs> He probably watched. She probably grew up after that movie and like banged all sorts of dudes in sadness and he had to watch all of it like half <laughs> like, he ne- like Devin Sawa yeah. never aged he yeah. was just like followed her around as a CGI yeah. ghost and like watched her get banged in college yeah. every every now and then she'd come home like hammered and he'd get like fucking like a little, a little pity a little pity throw he's like if you you know if you travel back to the mansion on the night of our prom I can appear for one night she's like oh, I kind of have a lot of schoolwork this semester uh, you want to know what's a, a Devin Sawa movie that as a kid I thought was incredible and then recently just is a total piece of shit. Idle Hands? No. Which is fire. Yeah, no. Yeah. Did, did you ever see Bang Bang You're Dead? Final Destination? No, also no, fire. Also fire. Yeah, Bang Bang You're Dead. Did you ever see that? No. It was like where Devin Sawa, it was like based on Columbine, basically. It was like yeah. a response to Columbine where Devin Sawa was like a kid who wants to shoot up a school. Uh, but no. but there's a play within a play that the, like the drama teacher casts him as a kid who shoots up a school in a play to try to like see. Dude, what? That sounds like Book of Henry. It's kind of, yeah, it's, I wonder if it's the same. What is this movie? Bang Bang Your Dad. I think it was a Showtime original movie that I owned on DVD. <laughs> we should probably watch that. Yeah, we should watch that. But Devin Sawa. Would you say that's the best bad movie you you know of? Because it sounds terrible. I don't, uh, no. The worst, the best bad movie is... the best bad movie? Spun. Oh, I love Spun. No, that's a good movie. Okay. Dude, there's some compelling moments in that movie for sure yeah and then there's some super not compelling yeah, super disgusting but like uh like, Mickey 8 out of 10 on IMDb bang bang you're dead wow okay it's a show it won a daytime Emmy award for outstanding children family special <laughs> I feel like fuck? a lot of shit you watch probably has has won that <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, Devin Salvo is also in SLC Punk that's a good factoid. Yeah. That's a good movie. You know what I just discovered today on the way here listening to a podcast? Factoid is... Was it our podcast? No, no. Oh, it's not trash. The word factoid is apparently um, a fact that sounds plausible but actually isn't. That sounds about right. Like a Snapple lid. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, here's a factoid. Is this the end of the episode? We all done? 
yeah, we can be done. That, I feel, wasn't, I feel, a, that wasn't a factoid, though. I feel, no, it wasn't. I feel like the people are going to... like. I feel like we set a standard and precedent for like these epic, long episodes, and we've been... Um, just today at brunch... I don't, I don't want to feel like we're phoning it in, but... Here's, here's Rachel's review corner for the week. Just today at brunch, Rachel was like, do your episodes need to be so long? <laughs> and I was like, yeah, like some, po- some podcasts are mad long. Yeah. And she was like, but do they? Do they need to? No. I was like, yes. Yeah. But she was like, but maybe an hour is good. Good for whom, Rachel? (laughs) She's sleeping in the room next next to us right now. All right. Yell it louder. Go get her. Let's talk talk this out. Go wake her up. (laughs) Damn, Rachel. All right. So how many golden guns would she give the average length of the Movie Blues podcast? Shout out to my man, Polly. It would be a 7.5. I think she would probably give it. All right. Cool. That's good. So so the length is fine, is what you're saying? Yeah. It's not about the length. It's about what you do with it. Yeah, that's what my mom told me. (laughs) Whoa. Your mom should not have been the first person to say that to you. No, she was talking about our podcast. She like, oh, I thought she, I thought we were talking about your pee-pee. Why do you think that? That's fucking because your mom that's said my to you, mother. Because your mom said to you, um, it's not about the length. Yeah, about the podcast. Because I was complaining about the length. Oh, of the I thought podcast. this was like a size thing. Yeah, that, yeah, I was doing a bit. Oh, I got you. Fucked the whole thing up, dude. <laughs> it's God. not the first time today. Yeah. God. <laughs> All right, now we're done. All right, we're done. All right, people. We'll oh wait, s- are you gonna play the drum and bass music from the fucking Pokemon rave? I think I've already done that by now in post, right. but maybe. All right. Or should I do it right now? Do it again. Okay, I'll do it again. You should do it, but take the vocals of Ryan Reynolds singing the Pokemon theme. I think we should draw this out just for Rachel to two and a half hours. Yeah, yeah. what if we did like, you know, how um, on like CDs there'll be a bonus track where it'll be like 12 minutes silence and then you'll get like one minute B-side shit song or it'll be like a dude coughing into a microphone. I think we'd get the same amount of listens regardless. Dude, let's like put like 20 minutes of like very, very, like just like low wind noise and then at the end have some like fire bonus content or just like us breathing into the mic yeah <laughs> yeah well, or, like uh, my dog snoring for 20 minutes film you recording of you finding out who killed laura palmer palmer <laughs> it's gonna i don't know if that'll ever happen <laughs> i don't know if i'll ever find that out all, all right, right people have yeah. a good night yeah hey night oh wait 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 did, did you stop recording no should we let them know that there's not going to be an episode for a while because yeah there's not going to be an episode for a couple weeks but um just listen to this one again yeah go back um maybe i'll put together like a like a greatest hits yeah to release next week yeah we should do like a greatest hits. i'll, I'll play i'll just like release it like a comedy cd i'm just gonna call yeah I'll, all right let's see how much time i have this week i have some ideas just like work up all the uh school shooting references do you think episode. there's demand for the amount of man hours it's going to take me to do what i'm picturing doing uh, right i now. put quite a lot into this without knowing if that's the case period so <laughs> we'll find out next time when we look at our uh listens all right all right let's let's call it okay night, night. baby